Brian King, so good to have you here in the webinar. I am excited to have a conversation. We're going to talk about, I think, something that is probably the most important topic that we can talk about is how you get your message out around talent acquisition in a world that is changing so rapidly. And you've had a revolution at Regions Bank. So before we start, I want our listeners to know who are you, what's the role that you have, and what is this place called Regions, and where are you at, how big are you, and then we'll dive into this really exciting success story that you've had over the last couple of three years. It's a big question. I hope I can, can do it justice, yes. but uh, my name is Ryan King. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, good to be here, and uh, I'm with Regions Bank, headquartered in Birmingham, Alabama. We're you know, considered a, um, a mid-size uh, regional bank, um, normal commercial banking, consumer banking, wealth management operation. We've got about 20,000 employees. So my role at the bank is to lead our talent acquisition function. I've got an awesome team of 56 TA associates. We handle everything from the internal uh, mobility transaction to the external talent acquisition. So. Uh, really excited, and this this phenom has been a game changer. Oh, I, I'm, and, and we're going to get to that because I think it's really important. You know, a lot of people that are tuning into this are starting to think about how do we get more intelligent about how we're doing what we're doing because working harder is no longer getting people the return that they need in so many different industries, not only in the financial industries, but in a lot of other verticals like hospitality, retail, healthcare, massive headwinds, and how do we get our story out? So let's start there because I think that's part of the fun about this conversation is tell us where you were pre-phenom um, and uh, in your career site and trying to get your message out to hire people for regions. You, you and I have talked about this. We thought we were doing all the right things. Actually, we knew we were doing all the right things. Um, and we, we really weren't. And in the spring of 2018, that's really when our Phenom journey started. I was at a conference and we at regions were going through a very uh, transformative process. We were completely changing our HR model. Uh, we were moving from a decentralized approach to human capital to, to centralizing everything that we do. We had HR generalists spread out all over the footprint, doing everything from benefits to compensation to talent acquisition. So Got when it. you start to prioritize those activities, recruiting was down at the bottom of the totem pole. So, you know, my, my prim primary responsibility at the time was to centralize our, our TA function. And again, we thought we were doing things the right way. I, I met this company called Phenom at, at a uh, TA conference and they started talking to me about our career site. And I thought at the time we had a really nice career site. It was everything that you needed. It had pictures, it had links to benefits and TA compliance stuff. Uh, and it had an apply now button, which all career sites need to have. But yeah. that apply now button actually took you to a, a page that was report generated. Could have a thousand jobs on it, right? Yeah. How do I know? No way what? to search it, had yeah. these links. And, and again, we thought we were doing things the right way. And uh, it was very static in nature. There was no talent community. There was no way to campaign to candidates. We really didn't understand the difference between candidate and applicant outside of the compliance reasoning there. You know, so fast forward a couple of years, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. We had made the decision to partner with Phenom. So end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter of 2020, 
uh, we started Discovery for candidate experience, which was to revolutionize our career site, um, to add a chat bot, which again, brand new functionality for us, uh, and to implement a recruiter CRM. So that process kind of led into the first quarter of 21. We went live with that functionality. Um, and then in the third to fourth quarter of 21, we did the same thing with employee experience to give that same benefit to our internal associates. Yeah. You know, over the course of the last two years, for a company that historically has averaged about 5,000 hiring transactions, we've accomplished about 15,000, 7,500 transactions a year. Our time to fill has decreased by 10 days. It, it has completely transformed everything that we do from a TA perspective. That, I mean, that's such an amazing story. And I think inside of a, you know, typically a conservative, you know, industry, to be able to see a transformation happen so rapidly is pretty amazing. So really, we, you started the discovery with Phenom and you had a, basically an online brochure. It was one dimensional yeah. and pretty flat. And you all of a sudden realized we could do so much more. So let's dive into that because there's probably three elements to it. One of them is the story that you tell, right? Mm -hmm. Who is Regions? And there's gotta be the authenticity and kind of purpose driven. And we're gonna talk about that because you can have a great career site, but if you don't have a story to tell, it's really hard to actually make that career site come right. alive. Then it's the technology itself and implementing it. And then it's getting the team to use it and adopt it and, and make, it, make it run. But before we get there, um, would you say that it became kind of a revelation to you as you started to look at what Phenom could offer? Because it's really not about data. It's not about being online. It's about creating a talent community, right? Something with some intelligence behind it. Did you finally start to see the correlation between, well, recruiting and sales and marketing, like selling a product somewhere, they're almost the same thing, that we have to start to get that smart because the consumer is that smart now. Yeah. They want an Amazon-style experience inside of their career journey, and we're not offering them that. It's more on them than on us to be able to tell that story. Would you say that that was a part of the awakening for you and your teams? Like, wait, we have to start to perform where the consumer is looking because candidates are consumers in a lot of ways. Yeah, the, the big aha moment for us was when we were going through the, uh, the discovery process for candidate experience. And I got asked the question, I wish I could remember who asked me the question, but they said, hey, in your existing environment, which I mentioned, very static career site, you know, no dynamic functionality at all, what happens to all of the candidates that come to your career site, click on a couple of, um, of links, a couple of jobs, decide, eh, I don't see anything that I'm interested in, and they go about their merry way. What, what happens to those people? How do you keep in touch with them? I didn't have an answer. Mm. So now we do. We have a talent community. We have ways that we can capture them as leads in the CRM. We have talent marketing campaign capabilities so that we can continue to keep in touch with these candidates in hopes that they become applicants and then uh, regions associates down the road. Yeah, and that's the framework, right? All of a sudden now you thought a pond that was two inches deep it's this yeah, huge yeah, ocean, ocean now where you exactly. can go and go and go, and there's really no limit to how you're actually building relationship with people that might be a candidate today to hire or might be a candidate tomorrow, but you now can see that and the data can help you communicate in an intelligent way. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, so talk about your journey then. So you implemented and you started the career site. Um, we, let's walk into this idea of 
kind of creating a wow experience at regions and the story that you're telling. I have to just take a moment and I'll, I, I may, I, I think I got them right, but um, I love value, the values that you have. Here, I mean, here's a, a bank that says, hey, it's people first, do what's right, reach higher, focus on the customer and enjoy life. And uh, I saw that on your career site. That's one of those things that's kind of prominent, um, but it feels like you have a story that you're telling. Was one before the other or did the career site and the implementation there really demand that you go deeper with your employment brand? I, I wish I could sit here and tell you that um, our company mission values uh, all kind of fell back to TA and we, we drove that, it didn't happen that way. Uh, one of those really lucky, fortunate occurrences where the company was going through this massive transformation. We in talent acquisition were going through a transformation. Part of our transformation was investing and partnering with Phenom. Um, you know, these values just fit hand Perfect in glove. Timing. I mean, it, yeah, and you talk about, there are companies that spend millions upon millions of dollars trying to come up with an employee value prop. We already had one. Now it's just a matter of taking that employee value prop and selling it, as you mentioned yeah. before, packaging it up, packaging it up, excuse me, into uh, into the right campaign to yeah. deliver to the candidate. Well, it, it almost feels in the, how you're talking about it is it's almost fortuitous because it sounds like that entire kind of value proposition was there, yeah. but it was the senior executive and the company in general that prioritized that. And then it was something that TA could use. And that's sometimes even better than TA trying to drum up the support of a new story having executive support is really important around kind of that master brand and the story that you're trying to tell. Because we also know that once someone comes in and gets that career opportunity and you've promised something on that career site or through that that online career uh, talent community, they're expecting that to come Better to deliver. life okay. when they come to work every yeah. single day. So that flow through is really important. And I, it sounds like you're seeing that flow through in your organization as you guys continue to grow. Yeah, one last point on our mission and values. If you think through everything that you you said, every one of those are people focused. You know, we, we can take any one of those values and we can turn it around and relate it to people. Our job as TA professionals are to communicate and attract good people. That's right. Talented people who fit within the culture of our organization. And again, we're fortunate that we have that built-in EVP that we can share. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about some of the profound impacts that a career site has, especially an AI-empowered tool yeah. like the Phenom platform. And a lot of times we hear about a personalized journey for the candidate automation for the recruiter to be able to lift them out of some of the more redundant and repetitive tasks, and then it's speed. But speed is different than just fast. Speed connotates accuracy. Um, have you found those three things to be true? And how has it transformed in tra uh, the transactions that you're doing every single day? Because it certainly seems like you've increased the number of hires the more and more successful hires year over year since you've implemented. Yeah. I was really concerned, not concerned is a strong word, I was nervous and anxious about how we were going to go about the personalization piece because you know, part of this move from our previous career site to our new age career site 
was that we and TA now have the creative authority and control yeah. to do anything, not anything we want, but anything we want as it relates to talent acquisition. Because the, the site's pretty easy to use, too. It's, it's very easy. It's point and click, drag and drop. I mean, you can you can move things real time to tell the story you need to tell. If I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> it, it is very simple. And so I was, I was anxious about how we were going to utilize the functionality to be able to personalize it in in a way that whether you're a branch banking candidate applicant or if you're a high-end corporate banker wealth management type applicant how can we personalize the journey for each of those different individuals but then again make it seem like it's the same and through a number of different daily and weekly drip campaigns that we do we're, we're able to do that um, and some of that process is making sure that we're driving them to the to the right job category. We have 12 different job categories that we've created um, that will allow these candidates to end up in the right spot so that they can see pertinent information that resonates with them. We've also created four different microsites. So if you think about the microsites, there are many career sites built into the bigger career sites. So if you're a branch banker, and you want to know what it's like, what a day in the life of a branch banker at Regions looks like, uh, you can go to one of these career, many career sites, which we'll drive you to through campaigns, and watch a video. There's three, different, three or four different job profile videos that clearly spell out in two-minute increments what it's like to work in a branch. And, you're, and those videos are of actual branch bankers so it's, regions. I'm telling you this is what the job is like because I'm in the job. Right. How powerful is that first person communication? I would imagine you've been able to see a direct implication and impact of someone clicking that and moving through a process positively. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I love it. So now we have this career site. We have microsites. We have a chatbot that you're using as well. Mm-hmm. So the chatbot is able to have conversations with people when maybe your people are doing something else, right? Out to dinner with their family. Um, and I would imagine that's made a, a big impact as well. Um, so, and then I hear you talk about campaigns. Yeah. So now it's, how have you oriented your team? Cause that's the other piece, right? We have the technology, we have the storyline, right? Regions, brand story. But now you have a team that's done things one way and a few years ago, you started to ask them to do it a different way. So have you changed people's roles? Do you have people that are now focused on the platform and really thinking about campaigns? Because um, I want to talk a little bit about campaigns. Yeah. I think that's pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's important to talk about uh, our TA organization just, just for a second. Absolutely. Um, we did have to make some organizational changes. We. We were a very traditional TA shop. Um, actually, like I mentioned, there wasn't a TA shop until 2017. So as we built the, the TA organization, it was traditional in nature. Five or six different verticals, all heads down, focused on, on recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. We realized that we needed a vertical that was going to primarily focus on innovation, strategy, and talent marketing. And we now have that. So we pulled some recruiters out of existing roles, encouraged them to change their mindset and and be something different, do something different. Uh, And with that completely has transformed our TA organization because it's, it's that group that is really the spider web tentacles throughout TA and the rest of the company to ensure that we're marketing and campaigning as we should. Yeah, I think that's so important. I've seen the 
the organizations that are working with Phenom that have done that organizational change of taking some recruiters that have kind of a technical inclination, they have a sales and marketing kind of uh, skill, and giving them the opportunity to dive deep, I've seen them to have the most radical success using a platform like this, because there's really no depth you can go that this platform can't perform, perform on, like you said, microsites and different campaigns. So when you think about camp, when I think about campaigns, I think about truly reaching out to the marketplace, not waiting for the marketplace to come to you, because that was the other thing. It was like we used to do in traditional recruiting, post and pray, right? right? Just post it on some big platform and you hope that people come in. I don't hear that with you. I hear campaign. So talk about kind of your strategy, not like maybe in depth, but how do you think about campaigns? Are you doing multiple campaigns over a given quarter or a given annual year or fiscal year? Talk about campaigns. I'm super intrigued and I think our listeners would be too. Yeah, so um, you really can divide campaigns for us into three different categories and we can dive as deep as you want in, into anyone. Number one is the nurturing side. And that's really communicating with candidates who maybe came to our career site just wanting to check us out. So you and I both know what happens when they land on our career site, they end up a lead in our CRM. We communicate with those people, encouraging them to join our talent community. Well, if they've taken that step, they've joined our talent community, but maybe not have applied for a job. Again, we'll continue to communicate with those uh, talent community members as well. The beautiful thing about communicating with, with that level of a candidate is that we know their background. They've uploaded a resume. So we know if they're a branch banker, we know if they're a corporate banker. So guess what? We're gonna send them information specifically about their background, whether it be job alerts, drive them to the right microsite or whatever. Um, and then number two, we will strategically campaign to people based on things that are happening within our organization. Maybe we've got some big recognition that mm, we've earned. That's totally smart. If it's earnings season, we'll yep. campaign our earnings because they've been really good lately. Um, if there's a DEI focus that we need to make sure that we're sharing, we'll, we'll do that. And then last but not least, we have really job-specific campaigns. And that's really the, has been the game changer for us. And we can talk about that. Yeah, so so it's uh, nurturing, it's strategic, and then it's job campaigns, those three tracks. I, I love that idea of the nurture campaign because it almost feels like you're, you know you're running a marathon, but you're also thinking, uh, thinking you have to hear now that you have to hire for, but you're actually building towards the future, which I think is often, in, that's another behavior change in recruiters, right? So much it's just present, present, right. just do the day. Now we're inviting and we have opportunities to actually say, no, we're building pipeline for the future, which I think is pretty fantastic. And I love you know, the idea of strategic campaigns with what I'm hearing you say is take the great news just, just sitting around and, and use that and share that because that group wants to know it anyway. And it's specific to their interests on those at those campaigns, which I love as well. But let's talk about the, the job-specific campaigns. How, how are you looking at those? How do those work at Regents? Yeah, so real-world example. If, if you apply for a consumer banking job, a call center job, or a collections job, there is going to be a pre-employment assessment attached to that application. So four things could happen. Number one, you could start the application and not even start the assessment. Right we're gonna to campaign to you to remind you, hey, you started this application, let's finish it, which is take the assessment because you have to do that yep. to officially apply for the job. 
Number two, we have applicants that will enter the application, see the assessment, and they're like, mm, not sure that I have the time or the energy or the interest to really finish the assessment. Again, we'll campaign to that group to remind them of that. And number three, the, the applicants that have finished the application process, passed the assessment, but maybe didn't get the job. So the silver medalist, the bronze medalist, whatever other color medalist you right, want to right. assign to them, those people are qualified, interested, and have passed the assessments. They get auto-tagged within our system so the recruiters can easily go into the CRM and just do a quick query. Right. Past assessment in Birmingham, Alabama, boom. There's a candidate pool. For and there'll be a gold medal candidate that time, right? Exactly. Rather yeah. than just losing them. Absolutely. I call it the recruiter black hole where they just disappear right. and you never know how to connect with them again. Well, and, That's powerful. And last but not least, I think this is probably the most important thing. The applicants that fail the assessment, you know, they, they walk away from that process thinking, mm, there's nothing here for me at Regents. Right. Well, we're going to continue to communicate with you. We're going to campaign to you. And that very day when you become eligible, to take the assessment again, we're going to campaign to you with a list of job openings that, that fit your... And you, would you say that that's the big difference, Ryan, between the 5,000 or so people you used to hire to the 7,500 people that you hire now? That's a significant bump. Do uh, you think those nurture campaigns, the strategic and the specific job campaigns are the difference maker? Yeah, I can give you an easy number. So we, we used to average anywhere from six to 7,000 applicants uh, a month. That number now is thirteen to fourteen thousand. Unbelievable! So completely doubled our um, our applicant pool. Visits to our career site, roughly seventy thousand visits a month to our career site. Seventy three percent of those seventy thousand are brand new visitors. That's amazing. So, um, the message is getting out, and it's not that we're doing anything special. We're just utilizing the functionality that we have at our fingertips and that functionality works for yeah. itself. Well, I often thought too, you know, as when I was in uh, the CHRO position at Lifetime uh, as a Phenom customer, what I always said to my team was, remember, we're experts in what we do and what we're looking for is partners mm. that can come alongside us and give us the tools to be able to actually be better at what we do. And I think I certainly found that with Phenom and now being at Phenom, I see why it's such a special kind of company. But I, I think that's what I hear you saying too, is that let us do what we do, but we need some partners along the way that help us celebrate that message in a much broader way, maybe even a more intelligent way so that we can actually win in, in a way that we haven't. Uh, one stat that I thought was interesting, and it may have changed a little bit since I last looked at it, but 66% of the people that are go through your process inside the website and the candidate process, 66% say they have a positive experience that seems like a really good number to me. You satisfied with 66? Or are you guys looking to push that number of satisfied people even higher? Well, you know, 66% needs to be higher. You know, if, if you think back to when you were in school, Jess, I know that was a long time ago for you, but 66% is a D. So we, we need to get that up. <laughs> we need to get that up into the 85, 90% category. 66% Do you have a path toward that, you think? Um, yeah, I think we do. Yeah. I, I really think we do. And again, we're, we're 20 months into this. Right. You know, it takes time to, to really achieve the levels of success that, that we're wanting to. Now, we've come a long way. I never in a million years thought that we would be doing things today 
um, that we weren't doing back then. But yeah. I can't imagine where we're going to be yeah. this time next year and the year after that. Yeah, I don't look at it as a grade in school. I look at it as a comparison to other people's ratings yeah. on their career sites. And I think if you're past a 50% rating, you are on, you're winning. Like you're winning in a significant way. And the fact that you're pushing up into that 70% just being an industry person, I look at that and say, certainly there's always room for growth, right. but I think that number really indicates the move that you've made. Yeah. So you can, give it, you can give it a low grade. I would say if I compare it against others, um, you're doing pretty fantastic, which is why I brought it up in the first place. People coming out, whether they did or didn't have uh, the outcome they wanted, still say, yep, it was positive, so I joined the community. I wanna still hear from regions. That's a pretty, a pretty amazing thing. So um, I'll, I'll rattle off some, uh, some stats that, uh, that we have, right? 20% okay. faster hires, eight times more candidates, 7,000 pre-qualified candidates, more than 179,000 profiles have been created in your CRM. I mean, these are amazing numbers in just the short amount of time that you've been able to be able to use the platform. And obviously your team uh, is a key part of that. And I know you take a great pride in your oh, yeah. team. Those are amazing numbers. Are you able to relate it and see it right down to the bottom line of regions? Yeah, I think that's, that's really, when you talk about the future, I know I'm probably getting ahead of, of herself here, but we're able to have conversations with business executives today that we've never been able to have before. If, if you're a TA professional at, at regions or if you're an HR partner at regions and you're sitting across the, the boardroom table talking about a business strategy, you and I both know that you cannot achieve any business strategy for revenue growth if you don't have the right people. That's exactly right. right. Yep. And, but the people conversation sometimes gets tucked on, I don't know, page 10 or 12 of the PowerPoint deck. We're bringing that up to the first or second page because if you don't have a people acquisition strategy to achieve those revenue numbers, you're wasting your time. And fortunately, we've been able to do that. And my team has been great. They've adopted that mindset that we're all talent marketers. Yes, we're talent acquisition partners. We're talent marketers as well. Uh, so it's not just the handful of people in our innovation strategy group. It's really the 20,000 associates at regions that have adopted this principle. Yeah, no, I, th I think that's fantastic. So when we think about you know where you are and where you want to go, talk about uh, the, the future of regions talent acquisition yeah. with your team um, and how are you hoping to utilize the Phenom platform, but also just get that story out about regions uh, in the future. Yeah, good timing for that question because we actually just started our third project with, with Phenom. So we are removing our apply process into Phenom. So going with the hosted apply process, bi-directional feed, which I think is gonna create a lot of not only efficiency for the candidate, but also efficiency for the recruiter. And I think that's gonna help us uh, tremendously. Yeah. Um, but as we as we move forward, just continuing to perfect what we do, you know, I think each time we run a campaign, each time we facilitate a project, each time we have a conversation with the business leader about strategy, we learn something. Yeah. Um, and I think it's taking those maybe those misses or those things that we didn't quite achieve to the level that we want and make them better the next time. That, that's what we're shooting yeah. for. No, I love that. that even the hosted apply, that's the small big things, yeah. right? Because hosted apply basically means that a person that goes to apply doesn't have to leave the current place they are. They can apply the entire way without any other buttons or moving to other sites. 
that's a game changer for the candidate. Although it can seem like a very small little thing for a talent acquisition executive, when I'm doing that at my kitchen table on my laptop on a Saturday night, right before I do X, Y, or Z with my kids, that's a game changer. And I think to have a group like uh, you know your leadership and your team see those small big things that make a big difference um, and then implement them, um, that I think is part of the game-changing exercise that you're going through. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned earlier personalization. So being able to have that personalized experience, not moving from one platform to another, creating another login, creating another password that none of us can remember, it's a very seamless, efficient process for the candidate. Yeah. So as, a, as we kind of start to summarize what, what we talked about today, as a person that went from who is this phenom, but more than that, what is this kind of AI-empowered tool online? I thought we were doing well in our career site, and I realized that we were not anywhere close to where we needed to be. And you did the flip, and you had your organization follow along. Um, that's an amazing change. How would you encourage other senior talent executives like yourself to be open to that? Because that's a transformation where it had to hurt your brain for a while yeah. to make those changes. And then ultimately, now that you're there, you're like, I can't even imagine going backwards. But you still had to go through that flip of awareness. Yeah. How would you encourage other executives to be aware like that? I, I think the first thing to do is recognize that, that you do need to transform, recognize that you do need to innovate. Talent acquisition today looks so much different than it did in 2019, 2018. It looks so much different than it did in 1996 when I started doing this yeah, job. Exactly. So, I mean, realizing that you have to change, you have to innovate, be agile in your approach, not only externally, but internally with your team and with your existing organization. You know, don't be scared to change. It's going to be tough. It is going to cause some, some brain injury, um, <laughs> but you can get through it. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's great wisdom, and um, I I think as we've gotten to know each other, and uh, you know, kind of understanding how your team works and how you're thinking about helping regions be successful, it's been a real inspiring story to see that change management, and then the true adoption, and then the you can't dispute the numbers. Right. The change has been pretty significant, and uh, but it is it's it's about telling the story. We just had an opportunity. You just needed the opportunity to tell a story that already existed. I had to have a team that was ready to actually make that change and start to change the verticals of how my team operated and then find a platform and a partner that could make that work. That seems like the perfect trifecta. Um, and an executive that's willing to you know, hurt their brain a little bit to make that happen. But any other thoughts around kind of where you know regions is going or how you're thinking about talent acquisition before we finish up here well i just think it's going to be it's really important as as we move forward that in talent acquisition yes you, you do have to go recruit and you have to find the purple squirrel and all of those fancy terms that we've all used before at the end of the day it boils down to your brand it boils down to what is your employee value proposition and how do you communicate that over and over and over and making sure that you've got buy-in from your executive team, which I'm very fortunate that I do. Um, we've got buy-in from the rest of our associate base, buy-in from our existing talent acquisition team, and a great partner in Phenom to help yeah. us get there. Well, we're excited to be partnering with you. Thanks for an amazing story. And again, like I said, you know, I knew that this was going to be great because the proof's in the numbers, and you've got those numbers straight, my friend. So thanks very much Thank for the you. time. It's awesome, and I think our listeners are going to gain a ton out of this. Great. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thanks. Yeah.
So thanks a lot for joining Smarter and Ryan King at Regions Bank. I always enjoy talking with Ryan because I just love the belief in who he is. He's got just a positive attitude. So even faced with pretty large challenges, Ryan had a can-do spirit that I know is reflected by his amazing team as well. So this amazing ROI came between Phenom and Regions coming together. But more than that, that attitude, I think, is just really fantastic. And when you start to see what Regions has done, where they have just amazing traffic, I mean, going through the roof, that really proves out the ROI. But more than that, remember also that Ryan talked about the fact that the candidate journey through that entire career process and that candidate process on their career site actually gets high marks by the participants themselves. So their NPS or their satisfaction score is really good. So it's going to be really neat to see as Ryan and team continue to hone the system and the process, how much better they're actually going to get. So here's three things to think about today. If you're challenged with some talent headwinds, you're struggling to get your voice across in the midst of all the noise. Here's some big points I got from Ryan today at Smarter. Number one is you may think you're doing the right thing, but it's always good to find a thought partner, a strategist, a consultant, a great group of people that are doing what you want to accomplish successfully, maybe out in the greater marketplace. And that's certainly, I think, what Ryan and team found with Phenom. But finding a thought partner is always a great way for you to be able to actually confirm that what you're thinking is accurate or to reshape what you're doing from a strategy standpoint so that you can be successful. The second thing then is, is that Regions, remember, had a great story to tell. They had done a lot of work in building their employment value proposition and really the whole psychological contract of who they want to be with the people that choose to come and work with Regions. They just needed a platform to get that out. But without a really strong EVP and a really good employment brand, it's difficult to win in today's talent game with just maybe a technological solution. So making sure that you're taking the time and really thinking about your point of view, building a great story to tell, then finding a great platform to do it on is a great combination to be able to win. And then finally, remember, complementing AI technology with organizational change. You Sometimes people want to just plug in a new technology and not change the way that they work. And what I heard from Regions and Ryan was that they determined that they were going to change how they did their work so that they could modify, improve, and use the technology till its full potential. So we can sometimes get stuck in a rut. And I think the challenge that we heard from Regions is, is that change is a good thing, especially when you're trying to get to a new objective. So that'll do it for us at Smarter. Thanks for joining us. Remember, we can all get smarter together.